What do healthy relationships look like? What are boundaries? How do I rebuild my own sense of self-worth? Who am I at my highest self? But the biggest question that I had was, why weren't we taught any of this? Why weren't we taught how to do this? What did we need when we were children? And how can we heal as adults? Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the podcast. I'm super excited to get started with all that we'll be talking about and all things health through endurance. Now, first things first, what is health through endurance? So this is my little play on this like crazy Western society we live in and like how depressed everyone is. And the simple fact of the matter is we're all here because we have endured all that life has thrown at us at this point. So we might as well learn to make the most of it. So health through endurance is my own concept that revolves around my health coaching. It is a website, it's a blog, it's a podcast, it's a YouTube channel. I go by Tri Coach Marie, that's Tri, like T-R-I, like triathlon on TikTok and Instagram, and Health Through Endurance also has its own Instagram where we'll be celebrating the members and laughing at life. So today I wanna to talk a little bit about my journey through this life so far and what made me get to the point of sharing my perspective with the world. So I've had a lot of different jobs, but my first one ever was working for this older veterinarian where I grew up outside of Philadelphia. I was a veterinary assistant for seven years with him, and his, his two main focuses were on preventative medicine and quality of life. We told a lot of people that their animals were too fat and they needed to cut down on the calories that they were feeding their cats and dogs. I was also given a really good sense of what quality of life is and when it was actually an appropriate time to put an animal down. This doctor wouldn't do it if the animals didn't meet certain qualifications. Now, I'll do a whole episode on this and how quality of life relates now to human experience at some point, but for now, I want to move on with my story. I learned a lot from this man, and he trusted me, and it was a really good example of a healthy workplace. Starting at 14 years old, it kind of ruined me for a lot of other jobs, which looking back now is a good thing. During this time, I also worked for two other veterinary clinics that were much larger in size and had numerous doctors, and I learned a ton there as they had different approaches to medicine and access to more advanced equipment. It was also really interesting to watch the dynamics between finances and a love and care for animals, and at some point around 19 or 20 years old, I had a full-blown meltdown about not being able to live in this world where money came before the health of animals. I really saw the way that the industry was evolving and 
kind of decided I didn't want any part of having to make those decisions. My dream my whole life was basically shattered and I decided to instead pursue a photography career because I was taking classes in high school and it was something that I really enjoyed. My photography teacher really pumped me up and thought I was doing well. The technological aspects of photography came pretty easily to me and I really wanted to capture and go out and find the beauty of the world that we live in. From as young as I can remember, I wanted to make memories of the family every time we went out or celebrated a birthday, so I always had a camera with me. So I made the decision, I took some photography classes at the local community college and set my sights on School of Visual Arts in New York City. My application was accepted and with one month notice, I packed up all my stuff, my two pet corn snakes, and at 21 years old, moved into an apartment in Chinatown, New York City. At the time, I had a few different people in my life telling me to get a job waitressing or bartending so that I could afford the expensive private art school in New York. It could have been a great plan, but I didn't have the structure or mental capacity to have my eye on the prize when it came to finances. I was also extremely influenced by my social surroundings and got caught up in the nightlife of New York City. The lights, the loud music, the drinking. After a year of art school, I ended up dropping out. The tuition was too expensive and I decided I probably didn't need a degree in photography to be good at it. I promised myself I would just work harder. This ended up being the best thing I ever did. I did not need to put myself in close to $120,000 of student loan debt for a BFA in photography. It just it didn't make any sense to me at the time. Still, I worked bartending, worked my way up the quality of restaurants, managed private events, and still drank way too much. At 25 years old, and after a few different heartbreaks, I decided the drinking wasn't sustainable. I wanted to get fit, I wanted to look good, but I had no idea how much better I would feel as well. There was something that happened when I started working out. The fitness endorphins kind of like kicked in and I kept telling myself, I don't know what this is, but I need to remember this. I need to remember this is the best feeling in the world and I need to somehow remember to keep coming back to this feeling. I can very vividly remember that moment and the first time I said that to myself. So I signed up for my first Olympic distance triathlon, New York City. I made a huge deal about it and it took nine months to learn everything that I could, buy a bike, start working out, and just kind of learn. I totally fell in love with the sport of triathlon and having a goal to strive for and something to keep me accountable was amazing. I loved my newfound connection to water and nature and the people who are endurance athletes are so freaking funny 
and I relate so much to, to the mentality that keeps us pushing and wanting to go further and wanting to go faster and put our focus on something healthy. So one day I was sitting at home, I was 27 years old, and I watched a Gary Vaynerchuk video where he aggressively asks, if money wasn't a factor, what would you do every day for the rest of your life? Do that. And all I could come up with as an answer was I would go to more races and be around more people in the excitement and the chaos that is race day in the sport of triathlon. I also went to three different business conferences in 2018 and kind of the advice that I had heard all around from other entrepreneurs was just to pick one thing and get good at that. I guess it's natural that we all try to do too many things when we're first starting out our businesses and it comes very naturally to me to want to explore and do a lot of different things. I read a post one day on one of the triathlon communities I was a part of about a woman who said she was giving up the sport of triathlon because the time she spent training was ruining her marriage. I had to sit and be really honest with myself about how many different hobbies I was going to have in my life and at what point I would have to start to sacrifice something. I was working in private events. I was running a freelance photography business and I was also racing triathlons and I decided at that point that if I could make health and fitness my job then I would never have to give it up. So I started my journey and for the second time in my life I turned my whole world upside down and started something new, started a focus on something new. This was a crazy process at the age of 27 to go through and not care what anyone else thought about me starting all over at that age. Eventually it worked out kind of perfectly and I moved back home. I rebuilt my photography business while putting myself back in school. Um, I talk about going back to school a lot, but I didn't actually go back to a university. I just decided to study a lot of different things on my own and take various certifications during that time. The transformation that I went through was devastating and I had to rebuild myself from a lot of rock bottoms throughout my life and that was pretty much one of them. I realized the things that I was missing when it came to my business were the same things that I was missing when it came to relationships and connection and having a healthy mentality. So along with my studying, I went on an adventure and asked a ton of questions. What do healthy relationships look like? What are boundaries? How do I rebuild my own sense of self-worth? Who am I at my highest self? And so many more. But the biggest question that I had was, why weren't we taught any of this? Why weren't we taught how to do this? What did we need when we were children? And how can we heal as adults? 
It's been a wild ride to try to find some of the answers and missing pieces, but I am committed to documenting my journey and celebrating my clients' journeys through this very strange human experience that we all get to go through at the same time in this time in history. So I've put a program together dedicated to taking the first steps in answering some of these questions, which I believe are the foundational questions for then moving into bigger fitness adventures or having a, a healthier lifestyle. Um, and I've created a community for anyone who is excited to find their highest self, to live a healthier lifestyle, to make the most out of this time on earth, and to also have a support system along the way. So if this interests you at all, check it out at healththroughendurance.com slash mindovermatter. And I'm really excited to get started and share with the world so many different ideas and perspectives that I have and I, I can't I can't wait. So welcome to the Health Through Endurance family.